Welcome to Golden Point Sports, your number one sports talk podcast. Now for your host, two guys who are killing the dad bod look, living out their faith, and talking sports, Robert Foster and Brad Winter. Today's episode, Brad and I are joined by a guy who's been in the podcasting world and in the sports world for a while by the name of Bryce Johnson. He is the host of the Unpacking It Ministry uh, sports podcast uh, and ministry podcast as well. But without further ado, Bryce, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Great to be with you guys. Thank you, Bryce. Hey, great to be with you as well. And uh, Bryce, before we get started, just kind of tell, uh, just kind of tell the listeners a little about yourself. Yeah, so I, I grew up in, in Charlotte, and I'm a, a husband and, and father, and we've got a almost ten month old daughter, and and so she's the the joy of my life uh, right now, and and having a blast with with her, and we uh, yeah we we're both from Charlotte, our families in Charlotte, and so we're uh, we're we're locked and loaded here, and I'm a big Hornets and Panthers fan, and. For college, I went to App- Appalachian State in the mountains of North Carolina and studied broadcasting and moved back to, to Charlotte to pursue radio, and that led me to sports ministry, and so that's, the, that's where I find myself now, sports and faith, and, and I'm a sports fan following Jesus, so that's, that's who I am. That's awesome, and you know, we, obviously, we, we kind of do the same thing, you know, sports fans, we just... And we're trying to, you know, we're trying to incorporate faith into it as well. Uh, Brad, he's a sports minister. So, um, you know, it, uh, without him, I don't know how much faith would have got put into this podcast. Um, not saying I wouldn't want to talk about it, but I think that uh, Brad's definitely helped me with my, you know, uh, ability to also put uh, faith out there. Uh, a little bit later, he'll bring up the faith questions. Um, but how long, you know, how long um, have you been doing unpacking it? Uh, like it just, your experience, I guess, prior to doing Unpacking It as well. So uh, when I came back to, to Charlotte to pursue radio after four years of, of college and getting radio experience there and, and doing play-by-play and, and hosting shows both on the college radio station as well as in the town and interning at a sports radio station in Charlotte, it all prepared me to then start my own sports radio show in Charlotte called Sports Yap and was on a, a local radio station in the afternoon uh, hosting that show, talking Panthers. And at the time, it was the Charlotte Bobcats. And what, what ended up happening was I thought that I had arrived and gotten my dream job and come to find out God was really changing my heart and, and working in that experience. But I, I transitioned from doing kind of normal sports talk to then really having a change of heart to where God opened my mind and, and, and heart to, to, to see the vision for a sports show that also talked about faith. And so unpacking it started in August of 2012. So we're coming up on, on almost eight years of doing the radio show. And after about a year, year and a half of, of doing the show, which the goal was, okay, I'm going to take what I've done in sports radio, transition it into being open about my faith, open about kind of who I am, and also talk sports, also interview Christian athletes and coaches and broadcasters and, and hear their testimonies and stories and, and have these conversations centered around sports from a faith perspective. Then about a year, year and a half, we started unpacking it ministries to say, okay, 
the show will be a part of this, but let's also add other resources, other events, other initiatives to share the love of Jesus with sports fans, to gather sports fans together, to talk sports, faith, and life together. And so over the last uh, seven years, we've really seen God's hand on this ministry to where our goal and mission is to challenge, encourage, inspire sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. And so we continue to do the podcast now, the radio show transitioned into a podcast. And so we still interview athletes and coaches and have conversations about faith, sports, and life. But now we also have a weekday email devotional that, that, that goes out uh, Monday through Friday. And, and we take a current sports story, at least when sports are going on, and, and relate it to the Bible. And right now we're having to be creative with uh, live games not going on. Uh, but the devotional is a big part of, of what we do as a ministry. And those are now available on the Bible app. And we partner with Athletes in Action. And, and they use some of our content as well. And uh, we do a lot of events. We've got a big conference coming up called Man Up. And, and so that's going to be a virtual conference. And uh, we've got Fantasy Football Fellowship. And so all of that has, has come out of what started as me being an afternoon radio host in Charlotte. And God had a much bigger vision and plan for my life and has taken me on some, some wild turns. But uh, it's, it's all been uh, his plan, and I'm trying to, to remain in his will and, and remain obedient to what he has for me. I, I, think, that you're, I think you're doing great. Uh, I, think that, I think God's definitely leading you in the right path, that's for sure. And uh, like I said, I enjoy it. Brad and I, we both do. Uh, he's got me into doing the trivia with you uh, as well. Uh, we enjoy doing that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we encourage anybody to check that out, check out the Unpacked uh, Ministry, check out the podcast. Every, I, I think it's great. And I, uh, I think it gives you a different perspective on sports than what you get, than what you, you know, you see in the mainstream media. Uh, you know, I don't know if you'll ever see ESPN talk about uh, incorporate faith into, into talking about sports. And, you know, I get it. Um, you know, probably from a PR standpoint, they probably can't do that, I assume. but. Um, but yeah, so you you know if you want to go somewhere and have a different perspective, um, then I think that that's a that's a great place to go. Um, I'm gonna let Brad ask a couple of questions, then I'll come back to you, Bryce. Cool. What's up, Bryce? Uh, it's been cool meeting you uh, at uh, Reach Gathering. I'll throw that out there. So if you're in the sports rec ministry, that's a great conference to go to. Uh, Bryce, you were MC last year. It was a lot of fun. Sad that we didn't get to do it this year. Uh, I wanted to see you uh, destroy people on the basketball court again, uh, but it, it's all right. So, uh, you know, there is, I know in sports trivia, you talked about how you've uh, gone to some big games. You, you've been able to meet some famous people. Uh, I don't want to say their names if you're going to use them as, as some of your big moments. Uh, but what has been, you know, you've been doing this for eight, and then you say you've been in the radio for seven before that. Uh, what are some of your biggest uh, names or some of the experiences you've been able to go to or be a part of that really stuck out to you? So I'll start with just growing up as a sports fan. And so when I first became uh, really a sports fan, it was in Charlotte. It was the, the, the 90s Charlotte Hornets teams. And so we're talking Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning, Del Curry, Bogues. So <laughs> I got to go to those games with my dad. And, you know, as a young kid experiencing all that, there's nothing better. So that, that's as fun as I can ever uh, imagine you know, just your eyes wide open, like it's all new, it's all fresh and exciting. And two, two memories specifically from the Hornets games, 
One was when I caught a, a little ticket that came down from the, the flying blimp and I won a t-shirt. That was a big deal. And then another time I was there, the guy made the shot from half court. And back then it wasn't, it didn't happen as often. So it was a big deal. The guy won like $10,000 uh, and he, he had the whole crowd stand on their feet before he took the shot and then he made it and he went nuts and it was awesome. So I'll never forget that. And then uh, flash, you know, fast forward to high school. Uh, I ended up going to the Bobcats game with my brother and I got chosen to be a part of the, the dance off at, at mid court. So now here I am with my chance to win something. And uh, I ended up uh, tying with the girl and won a prize pack. And so that was quite the experience. But then now I get into sports radio, sports media, and all that kind of thing. And I find myself at Muggsy Bogues's uh, fundraiser, like the Muggsy Bogues Foundation. And I got to meet Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson. So two of my, you know, guys that I loved watching growing up, I got to meet them and take a picture with them. And so that was a, a big moment for me as a fan. Um, and then the best game I've ever been to. So when I was in college at App State, we played Michigan. And so I went to that game as a student. And of course, we won 34-32. And at that game, I went with my dad, my two brothers who were still in high school or middle school. They ended up going to App after that, followed me up there. And then uh, my three uncles and my grandpa. And my grandpa actually went to Michigan. So uh, it was a wild, wild experience. Uh, I drove up there with my buddies from college. So we went on like a, I don't know, 15 hour. Uh, we drove one of their mom's vans uh, up there, stopped at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, went to App State, Michigan. It was an unbelievable trip. So those are some of my favorite sports highlights. And um, as far as, you know, some guys that I've, I've met over the years that have been a, a highlight, my favorite guest that I've ever interviewed was Ernie Johnson. So I'm a big NBA guy love Ernie Johnson. And then I got to meet him at the NBA all-star game that was in Charlotte. So when Charlotte hosted, uh, got to meet him. And so that was a real highlight for me as well. So I could go on and on, but there's a few. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, I remember Mogus Bogues was like my favorite player growing up when I was, when I was a kid, like, I remember, I don't know what it was. I guess he was the shortest player in the NBA and that was just a feat that he could do. Uh, but, and then, and then App State, Michigan, I remember I was sitting in a CC's in, in, in Jackson, Tennessee. You probably never heard of that. I don't know. But I remember watching that entire game while I ate lunch at CC's uh, Pizza. So, anyway, that's pretty cool. I don't want to say your thunder, but I remember those. I remember that player. And I remember that moment specifically. And I'm not an App State nor a Michigan fan. So, hey, that, that CC's is no longer in Jackson. Just oh, okay. to, well, there you uh, go. <laughs> I'm saying it's been a long time ago. No, I'm kidding. That's right. I love. I used to love CCs when I was in college. We would we would crush some CCs, but it's doesn't seem around like it's around as much anymore. Yeah, that's true. All right. So we talked about you know kind of who you are, your fan loyalties. Uh, unfortunately, you're a Bobcat Hornets fan, a Hornets Bobcat Hornets fan, but however you want to say that. Uh, and, and but uh, you know, when you're you I would say you're probably your biggest thing you're an advocate of is your faith. Um, and obviously, you see that in the everyday devotions that we get. Uh, relating sports to faith in your podcast themselves, even in sports trivia, you start with a devotion. So, so it's really cool that Jesus is the forefront of everything that you do, uh, despite who you get on or, or what you talk about with your guests. Uh, but are you cool with, you know, spending the next, I don't know, five minutes or so sharing your testimony or even two minutes, depending on how long your, your testimony is. 
Man, well, no, the opportunity to talk about, you know, what God's done in my life and how he's changed me and, and I could go on for, for hours explaining uh, that. But, but what, I'll, what I'll share today is I am a, uh, you know, product of having two parents that lived out their faith in the home. And, and so I knew Jesus at a, a young age because my parents modeled it, my grandparents modeled it. And, and so it, it's, it's a testament to the impact that, that parents have on us. And the faith that they lived out was genuine and it was never forced on me. It was, it was something that I willingly, excitedly wanted to pursue. And so I loved being a part of church. I loved my whole life from when I was doing Awana to church basketball to youth group. Uh, in high school, I got involved with Young Life. Then I got involved with Campus Crusade for Christ in college. Uh, after college, I was a, a Young Life leader. So I've always loved ministry and, and being a part of, you know, what, what God was doing with, with his people at church and, and being a part of all that. And so my, you know, my story of, of developing and, and, you know, making my faith my own uh, definitely took, you know, some, some different turns throughout, the, the, throughout my journey. I would say in college, when I got there, uh, one of the defining moments for me was I stopped, I stopped going to church temporarily. Like I was still involved with Campus Crusade, was still in a Bible study, but I had to figure out, okay, why am I going to church? What is my, my purpose in going to church? And I, I basically kind of fell in love with church again by, by taking a step back because it's so easy to go through the motions you're going to church every Sunday, then, you know, when you get to college, you're not necessarily forced to, you have to make that choice. And so after a semester of kind of, all right, wait, no, I do want to be back in church and I'm not going just to go. I'm not going just because I have to go. I want to go. And, and so that was a, you know, a change in heart for me. And I ended up going to a church that was much different than, than what it was growing up. And it was more diverse and the music was different. And that was a huge impact on me too. Uh, so I'd say that was, that was key when I was in college and, and just making it my own. Um, going back to my parents and their faith, so we, we struggled financially growing up. And so to see God's provision and his faithfulness when it came to finances really made a big difference in my life. And, and to now be a ministry leader who's dependent on donations and to see God's faithfulness and provision continual, continually in my life uh, has always been something that just reminds me of how real God is. And even when I've been taken to the bottom of, you know, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, or I don't know where money's going to come from. God's always shown up in unique ways, in supernatural ways that only he could put it on someone's heart to give, to give anonymously, to give in certain ways. So I, that I've experienced in, in many ways. Um, I would say uh, the journey that I've been on to, to get to, which I'm still very much on this journey, but the continual uh, getting to the end of myself, getting to the place of constant surrender. And really it's a daily dying to myself. And so, you know, it's from growing up in the church, loving all that, but, but, but very easily getting caught up in performance or doing, or I got to do good things, but why am I doing good things to wait, wait, wait. God's grace, it's all about him. He's the one that saved me. It's nothing that I can do. It's not about how great I am. It's about how great he is. So 
continuing to learn that, continuing to learn that, man, I'm selfish, I'm prideful, I'm arrogant, I, I'm, I'm broken in need of a savior. Uh, I, need to, I need reminders of that regularly. And, and, and God uses different things to remind me of that. Um, the, the, the key faith building experience from the last couple of years, uh, my wife and I struggled to get pregnant. And that, that uh, attacks you in, in many different ways. And you have to, to really surrender to say, okay, I, I still love God. I still believe in his goodness. I still believe in his faithfulness, even if we never get pregnant. And we couldn't allow the idol of pregnancy to, to be what drives us. You know, like, oh, we're only going to be joyful and, and happy and our life is only going to be complete if we get pregnant. No, we have to find our satisfaction in Christ, rest in him, rest in his goodness. And if we get pregnant, great. It'll be an added blessing, an added bonus. And, and it'll be a, you know, a miracle from him and a gift to us. And thankfully, he, he did provide. And, and we've been able to enjoy our, our, our 10-month-old. And, and she truly is a gift and a joy. And um, we've got a different perspective on being parents because of the weight and the struggle. And, um, you know, the theme of waiting throughout my, my journey, too. And anytime, you know, from, from building a ministry and trusting God and being patient and waiting, you, you, you he develops, you know, he's been developing my character. Uh, but for anybody that goes through waiting periods, when we trust in him, it really does change us and it changes how we rely on him and our strength coming from him. Um, so I could go on and on, but it's just, you know, different themes of, of, of getting to the end of myself, trusting him, remaining patient and, and his amazing character and power and goodness. I believe wholeheartedly in him. And, and I, I want to follow Jesus every day. I know that my way is no good. <laughs> I'm always going to, you know, fall short going my own way, but his way is best. I believe in the word of God. And I believe that his, his word is, is truth. It's wisdom. It's, it's from a place of love. He only wants what's best for us. And, and when we truly obey him, uh, it's in our, it's in our best interest and it's not out of, He's preventing, you know, he's holding stuff back from us. No, he's just leaning in with his love. Um, and so that's what I, uh, that's what I cling to. So. Yeah. And it's really cool. I was going to ask you about God moments, but obviously you, you shared that with your pregnancy, going through that, that pregnancy uh, experience and also like financially. Uh, and it's been cool. I, I've been going on like mission trips and trying to figure out where the money's going to come from. And it just magically appears. And, and really there's no other uh, way to describe it. And so I think that's really cool how God works in our lives. Um, and so, I'm going to ask this next question. And really, I think this is a good, this is a good question for you because you really truly are uh, living out your faith and just trusting God because you have to raise your own uh, support to do this ministry. And like you said, God just continues to provide for you. But uh, if someone's listening to you, and they're trying to figure out God's will for their life or anything like that. Uh, what advice do you have? I mean, obviously there's scripture that you can go to as well, but what advice do you have for someone listening that is trying to follow God's will in their life? So I think, there's probably two or three different aspects of this to, to think about. And one is understanding God's will is us understanding scripture, meaning we have to know what, who God is and, and how he operates and how he thinks and how he wants us to live. That's, that's been given to us in his word. So we have to study scripture. We have to meditate on scripture. We have to memorize scripture, learn and, and, unpack it and, and really look at scripture to understand the will that he has for us. And 
and it boils down to loving God and loving people. Like that's, that's his will for us. If we love him and love people, we're, we're right on the, you know, we're on the right path there. Um, and, and it's, it's his will for us to, uh, you know, lay our lives down and to sacrifice and to put others first. And that's part of loving people. And, um, you know, it's, part of his will is for us to glorify him and, and what we do to bring him honor and to point to him and to point to his goodness and his faithfulness. And that's part of loving him because when we love him, we'll do that. And, and his will is for us to find our, our satisfaction and joy in him. And it's his, his will for us to, uh, you know, rely on the spirit that he gives us when we receive Christ, we receive the Holy spirit in us to lead us and guide us. And it's his will that we listen and obey. And, and so that's, that's the, uh, you know, the foundation for understanding his will, but, but I'm a, I'm a believer that, that he has a specific purpose for us and a will for us, you know, individually. And he's got work for us to do that he's designed us for. And I I've experienced this in my life where the, the gifts that he's given me, the connections that he's given me, the experiences that he's given me, have all lined up for me to be in a sweet spot. And, and I've found that sweet spot, which is a ministry for sports fans. You know, I've been, a minister, I've been a, 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 a involved with ministry since I was a kid. I've been a sports fan since I was a kid. You know, watching Inside Stuff as a 10-year-old, and that was my favorite TV show. And, you know, every connection that I had with people growing up, whether it was the connection that I had with my grandpa, with my uncles, with my brothers, with the kids in the neighborhood. It was all about sports. So, I, so sports was always that common language that, that I used to connect with people. And there God was preparing me for ministry one day to use sports to connect with people, to then tell them you know, how much Jesus loves them and what it looks like to follow him. And so that's what we're doing. We're sports fans following Jesus. And so for someone listening, it's finding out how God uniquely designed you and looking back all the way to when you were a kid, what were the experiences? What were the gifts? How did you relate to other people? And how can you use those things to bring God glory, which is his will to love, to love God, to love people. And that's his will. So um, it can be somewhat complicated, but I, but I think if we seek him, and along with that, seek his direction and seek his, his will. Um, he'll reveal that to us. But we have to, it has to be about him. It, you know, and it's, it's a close you know, connection there. But if we're just so focused on, all right, what am I going to do? What am I going to do without really looking to him and looking to his character and looking to his power and all that, uh, it'll make it a little, it'll make it tough. It will. Um, so hopefully that's, that's encouraging and it's probably a whole, yeah whole podcast just on that but that's that's some of the things i've learned hey i, I always say amen to all the faith talk i it's probably my favorite part of the interviews uh and it's just you know obviously it's not a requirement for any of our guests to talk about faith but um it's always something that i, I enjoy uh talking about uh bryce last question for me and last question of the show uh thank you again for coming on uh what advice do you have for someone who wants to start a podcast whether it be sports uh whether it be about faith, whether it be about sports and faith, whether it be about, I don't know, um, you know, rock science, you know, just any advice that you would have for someone who wants to start a podcast. The key is why, why are you doing it? And to really define that why, because that will then drive what topics you talk about, 
and who your audience and who you're talking to. And so you got to really scour, you know, what's out there and say, okay, what makes this show unique? Why is someone going to listen to this show versus another show? And, and how can we cover topics, have guests that are unique? And, and going back to what I was talking about, you know, God's will. He's designed us differently with, with unique skills and experiences. So we have to look at when we're, if we're hosting a podcast, what makes this stand out amongst the rest? And, and also, if you're going to do a podcast, you got to take it seriously. There's no room for, you know, oh, we just, yeah, we're going to just kind of casually do a podcast. Nobody's going to listen to it because there's plenty of other options. And so if you're going to do it, you got to take it seriously. You got to invest the time and sometimes money into setting it up the, the right way uh, to, to be able to have an impact on, on listeners, to, to get a message to listeners, to get up, you know, some businesses do it to get products or services in front of listeners, but you have to give them a why for why they want to listen. So you've got to know why you're doing it so that they understand why they're supposed to listen. Um, so hopefully that, that helps. I agree, hey, I agree with you. I think I saw the numbers. There was, uh, it was like thousands and thousands of podcasts that have been started over this quarantine uh, oh, yeah. time. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess people just, uh, they, they're tired of listening to podcasts, so they wanted to make their own. And um, I don't know, maybe, I hope none of them fail. I really do. Um, but, you know, that's just a lot of them. I mean, it's, it's a lot of podcasts, a lot of time. Uh, but all right, Bryce, uh, as we, we appreciate you coming on, and, uh, and we really enjoyed this episode. And just kind of, we've talked about faith a lot more than we usually do, which obviously I'm fine with. And, uh, and I know Brad is, Brad is cool with it. And so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, people really enjoy this episode. I think they will. Uh, and then to everyone listening, go check out Unpacked It Ministries um, podcast. I think you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, uh, you know, just anywhere. Uh, just anywhere you can find podcasts. Are you on YouTube as well, Bryce? Yep, yep. Okay. So every, everything's Unpacking It. So just search okay. Unpacking It any, anywhere. <laughs> it, is, it is great. If you, if you want a, an awesome message, uh, faith, sports, um, just, just anything. And then, uh, trivia, trivia is awesome. Trivia nights always, uh, it's, it's become a favorite of mine. Anyways, Bryce, we appreciate you coming on and, uh, and we'll try to talk to you again, uh, real soon. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me guys. Keep up the great work. We'll see ya. All right, folks, that's going to do it for another edition of the Golden Point Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Foster. With me, as always, is Brad Winter. Go check us out on Facebook at Golden Point Sports for more content, as well as uh, where you can find all the podcasts. Anything you need to know about Golden Point Sports, contact us. Anything is where you find us. So check it out.